Yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is E-Double. Their name is PJ Harvey. Let's go. Mama told me. Yeah. Black Paisley. Mama told me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Mama told me. One day I'm going to grow up big and I'm going to be a king. And my papa told me. It's okay to say what shit hurts. Don't forget your dreams because they'll get you through this. Uh-huh. Don't forget your dreams, David McKinney. I won't. And I hope My your dreams, dreams yeah. is to be a gold star listener of the Beers and Beards podcast. My dream was to have 121 episodes of this show, and here we are. This is our last episode. We made it. If, if you were real OG, <laughs> that was our very first intro song. Is this? I, I guess this is turning into the OG episode because you're going to drink a bourbon that you had in our first double-digit episode. Episode 10? Yeah. It's funny. People ask me all the time, uh, like, if I have you tried this? Have you also? Never mind. I get off track. Answer is yes. Um, and I'm like, I think I did. But if you go to Beers Beards Pod, or is it Beers and Beards Pod? Beers Beards Pod dot com forward slash bourbon dash reviews, or you can just go to our homepage and click on bourbon reviews, or just download all the episodes. It's in the show notes. It's in the show notes. The link right to it. So, yeah. This was episode 10. Spoiler alert. Let's get out of the way. I'm having a little Elijah Craig. How do you, yeah. I do. So, how many of the first... So, you didn't drink a bourbon on episode one. Okay. How many of the first 10 bourbons do you th- that you had on the show do you think you could name? Weller, Eagle Rare. Yep. Four two. Roses. Four Roses was episode three. Weller was episode two. Eagle Rare was episode five. Duke. Duke is episode nine. Obviously, Elijah Craig. Stonehammer. Stonehammer was episode eight. Uh, That's all I remember, really. Uh, You missed Basil Hayden's. Oh. Was episode four. That was a banger. We need that. That's one. That's when you should. I don't. Do you have any Basil Hayden's? That would be a good one to uh, to revisit. There you go. That'd be you got you got one show's worth left. <laughs> and I, then I love Basil Hayden. Episode oh Jim Beam was episode six. Oh OG Jim Beam. I, that was a so I remember doing this podcast in the beginning and really looking at bourbons that I knew but I never. Like, I couldn't comment on. Like, I just knew they tasted like yeah. bourbon. And I remember I got the Jim Beam. I got a pint of Jim Beam, if you remember. Yeah, I do remember that. It was in a plastic bottle to screw off top. Is So that was episode six. And then the next week was the first episode we did together. We had. What do you mean we did it together? It was episode seven. It was the first episode we did together. In person? And Juan was on it. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, in person together. We had, uh, had some Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. That, we uh, did that in the first 10 episodes? That was episode seven. Like it's a, it's been downhill since then, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, no, and then episode we're just, eleven, we're just getting going. Listen, a lot of podcasts don't make it. Yeah, it, for a, a plethora of reasons, mostly because <clears throat> they suck. We might not make it either. <laughs> suck, but we're. Why are you being so negative, bitch? Why? No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're we're 121 episodes in. Listen, that's, that's I'll legit. replace you. I don't give a fuck. I will. You did that with uh with with your other. I went through a couple of different hosts. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then episode 11, we did a cocktail show. 
Oh, we need to do another cocktail show. And you did uh, Maker's Mark with, you made a bourbon maple fizz. Do you remember that? No, you made the bourbon ma- ma- maple fizz. I made, oh, I did? Yeah. I made something with, I made a. Uh, oh, you made like a, a whiskey sour with no. like Sprite. No. What did I, when did I make the damn, uh, the shit from the Derby? I meant julep. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. It, it was that one because I remember I put way too much simple syrup in it and it was gross. <laughs> I just don't be like the, me. I just looked at the, no, I made a, oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the, the bourbon maple fizz I used. It was beer and bourbon because I used Dale's pale ale in that. Dale. Do you know Dale? Dale no. Gribble? No, I was watching King of the Hill <laughs> last night. Still holds up. There was an episode I had never seen. Um, it was the one where um, Hank goes on the uh, the board because they they're like limiting the the amount of water in the town, and he goes on Arlen. the board. So yeah. live Arlen, Texas. Arlen, Texas. Um, yeah, that was it. Was a good one. I've gone to Texas twice. They talked about low flow toilets. He was <laughs> like, people are having to flush four and five times, or if you're in the Case of my wife Peggy seven times. Damn it, Bobby! <laughs> How are you gonna get an F in English? They keep saying that King of the Hill English. is gonna come back. And yeah, I'm ready not. for it. I'm, re- I'm ready. Mike Judge, we're gonna get him on the show. We're gonna ask. He's him. not a good interview. He makes weird mouth noises. And it, it, he was on Howard Stern, and he uh, he was not good. He just he's he's like weird. Like yeah, he reminds me of uh, the the guy from Office space he like is, that, i mean he of well, course he, he, he made that, that character but he said it was based on someone else and i'm like that i think that's you yeah anyway this is the so i'm gonna drink throughout the show i'm gonna drink i just go ahead i'm gonna drink podcast elijah craig small batch 1789 94 proof elijah craig father of bourbon fun fact if you were if you were there you know but we did a, our a live podcast in front of a studio audience um, <laughs> yeah recorded live and i told the story of elijah craig yeah. You remember? He was a pastor. Your grandpa. He was actually, he was the, he's, he's my cousin. The patriarch of the Thomas family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas. We, we, <laughs> yeah, the way that he <laughs> dropped the Thomas. There's too many Thomases. Yeah. Uh, we've got some bourbon controversy. I, I don't think we're going to make it to BourbonCon. Oh, no. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Well, I, I was looking at, and I talked to some people. One, it's been very poorly advertised. So yeah. They didn't it's even, reach, like a, they didn't even yeah. reach out to us to promote right. it and yeah. you think being you know who we are micro influencers. influencers yeah but it just uh, i don't know it, it's not sure you're gonna get some tastings and stuff like that and uh yeah i don't know there's too many I also feel since like you're doing dry is, january yeah. i had a i had somebody hit me up to be a guest taster oh really mm-hmm. you know for a bourbon uncle mike Oh yeah, he can come on. Apparently, he went, he went and did the lottery. The uh, oh, the one at Liquor Barn. Liquor Barn lottery. That oh. was wild. I saw the one here. Well, I saw a video of the one in Lexington, and they said I think it was first fifteen hundred people. I was like fifteen hundred people, and there was like, uh, I think they said in the Lexington location over three thousand people showed up. Still, more, one in, still more people were, were in line at Chick Fil A, just right in front of. It. <laughs> just, <laughs> and then. There's one in Northern Kentucky too. I didn't see what the turnout was there, but I'm sure it was pretty pretty yeah. crazy. All for like 
yeah, the chance to buy. I didn't see if they were like true retail prices or if it was like if it's liquor barn, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. I'm sure somebody could tell us otherwise, but yeah. I've really there's a as my on, on TikTok, I did first of all I put time limits on my TikTok. It is Oh, you can you I didn't know you can do that. Yeah, I put it through the app you can put Apparently, there's a point when you scroll so much, it's like, hey, have you thought about time limits? <laughs> it turns it and, off. And that's when Are I'm you like, still there? Uh, yeah, I've probably looked at too much. But I, so I've, uh, I've been on, like, I watched Bourbon Notes last night. Yeah, different Bourbon Notes. Fuck I'm not, guy. I'm not a. Did you look up the account? No. I'm just not a uh, TikToker. Like, Angie does the, she doesn't have TikTok, but she does the reels. Yeah, same thing. I'm like, I can't. We I put out a reel like, this week, so go check that out. Yeah, and a TikTok. Did you put on TikTok? Yeah, and I, I put. <laughs> I saw your TikTok. I don't have a personal here. TikTok. The Airbnb that I stayed in, yeah. and I use it as your personal TikTok. My wife uses yeah. it close enough as a personal TikTok. Yeah, so I, I used it for that, and then a couple things presented themselves to me this week. Um, this liquor store in South Carolina, I guess, on the weekends, do a. You line up, you come in, you get a chance at one bottle, and they had everything. Now it looked a little pricey, but I mean, it was, but, and there was no limit to how much you could get in line. Does that make sense? You can just line back up. Like, get right back in line. Yep. Like, that you line up, and there was hundreds of people come in. I think you got 10 minutes, pick your bottle, pay for it, leave. Next person comes in. But you could go to the back of the line and. and oh, I got you. Okay, I thought you yeah. meant it was like a lottery for a. No, bottle. no, 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 no. Essentially, they do this every Saturday. How do they get that much? Like, is it all allocated stuff? And I never, I've never found their account. I just find them when they're live doing that, when they're walking around the store showing what they've got. Oh, nice. What did they have? What What were they showing recently? They had the uh, Rock House Farms. Rock, Rock Hill Farms. Farms. Rock, Rock Hill. Hill. Rock yeah. Mill. Rock yeah, they Hill. had that. I mean, they had all the the stuff that you would you would want, and then a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. That the the that one is uh, I think it's Rock Hill Farms. Yeah, that it was, was amazing. Really, that really was amazing. Good. That's in my top five of like bottles that I want. So yeah, same. Crafty Perfect Bourbon's number one, and it could be trash, but I first that's I my number that. one too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I saw? Uh, I meant to send you a picture of this. Did you ever like? We didn't talk about it on the show, but it was pretty big in the bourbon world. The smoke wagon stuff. I think we we glossed over like he's yeah. the guy that fucked everybody's Facebook groups up. Yes, <laughs> the smoke wagon yeah. guy. The so they have it like in like a bunch of different like bourbons now, like and like actually on the shelf. I mean, it was so hard to find for however long. I don't even think it was that good. I had a, a bottle that someone. Um, who who no longer has any bourbon? <laughs> uh, let me try, but uh, yeah, it it wasn't anything like special. It was, I don't know. People go crazy over stuff that's just like like we talked about the mellow mellow corn thing, like how awful yeah. it was. How you hate. Speaking it. of mellow corn, some moonshine is about to be legal to be made in Ohio. It's always been legal to be made. It's the the this one. I understand moonshine is was always been legal as shit to make. <clears throat> yeah. The criminal element was selling it without the tax stamp. Oh, well. Yeah. In Ohio, well, in Ohio currently, you can't distill. I think you can't distill your own. I don't know. I just, I didn't actually read it, but I Oh, what a double standard. You can cook your own beer, grow your own weed. (laughs) 
you can't grow your own mix up your own math. Oh, hi, you can you I can do your own math. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you kind of have to to live here. What? It's like a rite of passage to get math. If you could, if you had to move out of state, yeah. Where would I move to? Yeah, two places. Like settle down for the rest of your life, you, Angie, the dogs, and possibly yeah. me on the weekends. <laughs> and and uh, Uncle Gary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, two places, mm-hmm. and both for similar reasons. Number one, Asheville, North Carolina. Gay. Yeah. Sorry. And number two is somewhere in Colorado, just for out, outdoors. One and, for the beer, one for the weed. I see where we're going. I mean, they I both would be for both. Uh, I'd, I'd like to go to Asheville. I'm, I don't really. I had know. a I had a dinner, a lunch meeting, and the guy I was with is based in Nashville. Good dude. And I was like, hey. I said don't. Asheville, not Nashville. I, I know, but it sounds like Asheville, and it <laughs> okay. reminded me of my story. Okay, let me live my life. I thought you okay. <laughs> and I said, hey, I'm gonna be down there for the SEC tournament. He's like, hey, man, I'll come up and get you. I'll you know buy some beers or something. I'm like, I don't think you really want to do that, but I'll call him when I'm there because that's he lives the in guy. Nashville. He lives in Nashville, yeah. I think I decided after the last time we were in Nashville that I'm over Nashville. <laughs> I think if it's you, not my if you're gonna my, go there, you would want to live thirty miles south. Yeah, like I feel you definitely would probably fit in in the Dave Ramsey gated community down there. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to live where Taylor Swift lives. And uh, what is it? Green Hills? Green something? It's green something. Illuminati. Yeah, I went there and the place, there was one area that had a, like you have two Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's. That's how you know you're in, you're in some money in the neighborhood. Yeah. Who Amazon owns Whole Foods now, right? Yeah. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter of any of that david you've got lots of news but you let's let's break the story of happened today we got some denials we got some tomfoolery we've got i didn't some, see the denial i only saw the <clears throat> the atf denied it denied they were oh yeah yeah they yeah they well i guess it's probably an ongoing they're gonna deny everything yeah. um kentucky's abc which is our alcohol and beverage control yeah seizes bourbon from justin's house of Bur- how dare you justin how yeah. dare you? State officials said uh, they received complaints alleging several violations associated with Justin's House of Bourbon for the improper acquisition, possession, transport, and sale of bourbon, including vintage distilled spirits. Social media reports surfaced uh, yesterday that the ATF and the Kentucky ABC raided Justin's premises. Uh, turns out the ATF's like, we weren't there, but they may have yeah, been. Yeah, they were. May or may not have been. Numerous bottles of bourbon and other items of evidence were seized associated with suspected improper purchasing. I need to know, so we talk about improper purchasing. Were they just buying it online? Uh, we've we've long, long talked about the shitty secondary and on down the list process <laughs> of buying bourbon. How it gets, one, it's very cultish in my opinion, and two, it is despicable. But that's yeah. what the bourbon industry created this. Right. I think, and this is prefaced with allegedly. Allegedly. Because we don't have good lawyers. But uh, Speak for yourself. from the rumors. <laughs> the rumors that we read in the comments. The rumors section. online are, are that they 
So I guess in Kentucky, I didn't realize this. In Kentucky, liquor stores can purchase quote-unquote vintage liquors. Bar- you know, most obviously bourbon being the most probably common thing that is purchased. Yeah, I was looking for because I seen gin. we have a place. Yeah, we have a place in northern Kentucky that has, and I was like, how do they get all this vintage stuff? But I don't know if it's from, like, personal collections or, or what, but apparently that's legal in Kentucky. I did not know that. I learned It's that legal or illegal? Legal. Okay. Yes, you can do it. But people are alleging that they may have been purchasing bottles on the secondary market that were not vintage from, like, general consumers that had bought it, like, say, I don't know, just... Maybe like someone bought it at retail in Ohio, resells it to Justin's, and then Justin's marks it up as a you know whatever price they want to. Yeah, so you're looking at at, at a fifty. All right, so I go to Cincinnati. I buy a bottle of Weller Green Label for thirty dollars retail. Yeah, I sell it to Justin's for eighty dollars retail. Justin's turns around, and I'm using Justin's just because that's the topic. It could be whoever. Steve. Yeah, Steve's turns around and sells it for a hundred dollars. <laughs> totally different place. Everybody's making money off that, and and somebody is except gonna... for the government. Yeah, that's true. They're not making. <laughs> that's true. Which I don't know. I mean, I guess like they, like if you were to buy a bottle from from Justin's, sell that's the, a vintage yeah, bottle. Yeah. Is there still sales tax on that? Yeah. Like the sales would tax ima- would have already I mean, been paid. As a, as a retailer, as a store, I would imagine he's paying. But the, and here's the thing. And I'm no. But that's double taxation without representation. That's what I'm saying. Justin's probably paying payroll tax, city tax, county tax, sales tax. You know. Are you saying he's a good guy? I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm just saying. Where's the, what's. What's the real issue? Is was Justin slanging fentanyl from behind the counter? Who's to say? Not me. I'm not accusing him of that. But I feel like there's a bigger, a bigger underlying issue, or there's there's more priorities in raiding a liquor store for these reasons. Yeah, it, sounds a it, whole lot like capitalism to me. Sounds like there might be. I mean, there also could be more to the story. Mm-hmm. Justin could be killing cats in the back too. Whoa, I don't know. That doesn't seem. That sounds like a allegedly. No, I don't. I don't know. There, it what sounds if, like there's what probably if his name's more not to even this story. Justin. Think about that. Yeah, like like the uh, the one dude who's a congressman. We don't know that dude's name. He. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Jim Jordan. <laughs> I can't you're, think of his name. Santos. Santos. George Santos. He's not my congressman. <clears throat> yeah. He's just a congressman from your state. Yeah. Anyway. It's officially tax season, David, so I feel there's gonna be a lot of disposable income for people to go out and maybe get silly buying bourbon. Yeah. I mean, being in that upper echelon tax bracket that you're in, I don't know that you get the windfall that some people will, but it's definitely did you so I knew it was tax season growing up in the lower middle class. Yeah. When like we would get some new clothes. Like randomly in the spring, right? You'd get some new clothes. I remember one year we got a Nintendo. Yeah. Connie can attest to this. You just things like you you get that influx of money and you 
I never got any of that. I need to ask my mom about where's my tax money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> April. Um, yeah, it is tax. I guess it is tax season. It's just a, I don't know, man. I miss the days when I was like 18 and all I had was like a job and that was my, all my taxes was just. And you got a $500 refund. You're like. When it's just income. Like it was just, you know, that's all you had. There was no, <gasps> no complication. Like I've, I mean, I've always done my own taxes. Dude, I, yeah, I did. I remember doing last but, couple of years. This year was the first year I had to do like schedule C all this extra yeah. shit. I'm like, oh, now wow. it's to the point where I'm like, uh, <laughs> I might need to talk to an accountant about this. So. I'll do your taxes. Yeah. No, we're, I, I, we're writing off the podcast. Yeah. We're writing um, off. We, yeah. we did. You you were able to go to Justin's and get uh, Samson's yeah. social security number, right? Yes. Maybe that's yeah. why you got busted. <laughs> uh, don't yeah. sue us, Justin's. We're just kidding. We don't know you. Yeah, we don't know. So I also didn't know if apparently Justin, they have two locations, Lexington and Louisville, and I didn't say which one it was. Was it both? One, the other? I don't know. But this is coming from the Godfather of Bourbon, Mr. Fred Minnick's website. Yeah. I saw it on Reddit first. And that must have been where Fred Minnick probably got his. Well, let's look at the. I just want to look at the peruse the. Did he? I don't want to judge a book by his cover. So I won't. But he he's seems wearing, like a nice he, guy. He's wearing. He nice, wears like an ascot. I was gonna say he's right. Is that what it's Fred called? Fred from uh, Scooby Doo. That's that. That's like a tie thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a little silky, whatever. That's what he wears, right? That's what, his thing. Can we event bookings? How much does he charge? Book Fred now. What do you mean? Does he charge? Of course he does. I'll he's a bourbon one. expert. I do want his job, though. I want... We should just have our services be available. We will chart. We, we should put it out there right now. We're, I'm going to put it on the website. Book the Beers and Beards podcast at your live birthday party. What do you mm. think? Uh, we can come to people's birthday uh, party. Uh, we can come to their retirement party. Wedding. We can. We have a DJ on staff. I think we could do it. I don't yeah. know. I, I've pop up weddings. One of us could get ordained. We have a DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need someone that can cook. We could do the catering. Yeah. Um, we could use it what sounds like. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a lot of work, though. I know. We'll do everything except for the catering <laughs> and the cake. We'll order pizza. How about that? Yeah, we can order pizza. Um, <laughs> we have. I yeah. booked a, let me tell you this. We booked Charlie right. a birthday party. I think it was her sixth or seventh birthday party. Nice. There was this, these, this, these stables that opened up here in Mount Sterling. They had horses, the indoor, like you get to, you have a horse party. You get to ride yeah. horses. Have, I went to and, a horse party when I was six. It was the horse party I ever went to. This was an awesome party. Then it got to the food and, you know, they provided the food. They literally made frozen pizza. Like, Brought, they were cooking like frozen Chuck pizza, cheese. and they Chuck did. Cheese. They did no, not Chuck E. Cheese. Like not even that fancy. Tostinos, you know, or the party pizzas. <laughs> and how much did they charge you for that? I, it, it was a little pricey. But I, I could see dealing with the horses and things like what that. What was but the, what was the markup on, on the tortinos? I don't know. And then they made hot dogs, and then of course we brought the cake. So. I mean, the kids loved it. I'm, I'm sure they loved it. Loved like, it. There, there was zero complaints from the kids. 
That was back when we just had one. Kid. I'm gonna have my my birthday party at a trampoline park this year. Are you coming? I'm down. I heard. I told. I talked about when I hurt myself at the trampoline park. Right? Yeah, when you took your little brother. Yeah, I was doing the Ninja Warrior thing, and like it's like this giant heavy bag thing that you like jump on, and you have to like hold on to it. I started sliding down, and all of a sudden, like my arm, it's like, like I'm gonna go sit over here for a little bit. <laughs> Just keep playing. As you, I'm, let me get a little sip of this Elijah Craig. See if it's still All right, good. that's I a feel big like it's pour. No, okay, not anymore. Take us into our next story. All right, so use your this, best, use your best TV news anchor voice tonight <laughs> on the Beers and Beards podcast. Our top news story: Fat Tire gets a rebranding. Are we not allowed to say fat anymore? No, I think it's still called Fat Tire. Just called Tire Ale. Mm. Um, no, but the uh, so that hits the spot, I'm, baby. I'm kind of calling this Gary craft beer going through a midlife crisis because these are brands that have been around forever. So the big one that is making the rounds is Fat Tire, which I'm you probably I mean, you're you're probably familiar with. I've seen Fat Tire, yes, the Belgium Fat Tire. I have seen. These. Uh, so, um. New Belgium was bought out a couple years ago. Uh, Fat Tire has been down pretty significantly, so they decided to not only uh, rebrand, um, which I like. Their I really like the rebranding, but also they changed the formulation of it. It used to be a um, an amber ale. Amber. Now it doesn't ale. say any. It's an amber ale. It's more, I guess, like a copper, brighter, deep gold color crisper okay. okay um but i really i mean i like the the um the, the rebrand i know some people that are i'm not a i'm not always a uh what a, what a purist or a i don't have nostalgia that i like the simple the you're, you're open-minded to change yeah but i the the reason why i like this branding if you haven't seen the branding go look it up I like it because it's very simple. Like I like simple branding that you can tell what it is. Um, it's not That's too busy. Kind yeah. of man. Go ahead. Beer was first introduced in 1991. Ooh, ooh, 91. Tell me about your yeah. 1991 in in a I sense was or two. less. You were two. I was. You were two. still shitting in your pants. Well, I was only two for like a turn two in October of that year. So I was I was like one for most of the year. Um, yeah. God, you are such, you carry yourself as much older. As like 35. If I was, if I didn't know you and I was to listen to you talk and look at your hairline, I would, I would say (laughs) mid forties. And you say you don't have a receding hairline, but I'm not convinced. And to look at my bank account, you would say. Yes. Yeah. He, yes. (laughs) There's this, uh, uh, we'll get back to the, to the beer, but there was this, tiktok that went viral it's a local guy that it's like a he's like a uh, stock bro or whatever and he did it at a did a tiktok at a local restaurant and he has like i don't know five hundred thousand followers or something and he says uh you know we went to this restaurant here's you know whatever here's the here's what we had for for dinner x amount for my wife x amount for me had to check my uh my net worth to see if we could afford dessert <laughs> decided that we could so we had dessert 
and every time we i the restaurant's like pretty close to where i live and every time i uh go past it i think about that like i i don't know if it was like trying to be a joke or if it's like this guy's a, a you know stock bro or or i i honestly his money fluctuates yeah so had to check my net worth we angie and i always say that to each other check your net worth that's one thing in life where one i know i have my biggest expense since i've bourbon not even no not even like dinners out you know like yeah now oh yeah and it's because you go to that fancy steakhouse in your neighborhood or in your town all the time yeah i got a good salad bar what are you talking about there's an art to a salad bar, okay? And you, you, Precious has a good salad bar too. Big boy, I've not. The last time I had, have you Frisch, been to a big boy? I have. I had, my mom took me to Frisch's. Uh, I say Frisch's. Okay. Well, it depends. If um, we're going to Maysville, I'm gonna say Big Maysville. Boy. Maysville. Maysville. But, we, but there's a Frisch's in Winchester, and oh, I didn't know that. I went and had uh, my stomach scoped. Where that was put under anesthesia, yeah. And my p- precious mother took me. This was last year, and on the way back, I wanted Golden Corral's breakfast buffet. Okay, <laughs> after getting your stomach scoped. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were just looking. It was like to make sure I didn't have some kind of bacteria, whatever. It was oh, okay. Yeah, but turns out they didn't answer the phone. I was, and I don't remember any of this, but apparently, I was very mad. They didn't. Corral. Did you call him? Hell yeah, I called. My mom's not going to take my. Listen, I'm a golden child. She's not going to take. I could be intoxicated, inebriated, coming off anesthesia. She didn't take my phone away. That's how pictures of my butthole have turned. Got. No, I. So I. I didn't know if she called. Like if you were too. No, no, no. She was driving me. I couldn't drive. No, I called. Yeah. Okay. It was under anesthesia. So the the surgery center that day was so full. There was I didn't get any recovery. Like they. Woke me they up. Just kicked you out. Literally. And dumped you off the bed. <laughs> and put me in a wheelchair and wheeled me to my mom in the car. And I am jacked up. But I can see why Michael Jackson loved anesthesia. But you didn't wait. I thought, what does Frisch's have to do with that story? Oh, so we stopped at Frisch's instead of going, oh, to, instead of, okay. going to Golden Corral. <laughs> but that's my, my heart was in Golden Corral. Gotcha. I don't know. Why were we talking about that? Salad my bars. heart's always at Golden Corral. Not for dinner. No. But they used to have. I don't know if they I went to Golden Crown for Thanksgiving one time. It was banging. I've not been to Golden Crown forever, but the last time I went, they had cotton candy machines. And so quick side note. They get they I feel like they do stuff to make I mean, obviously kids to be like, I want to go to Golden Crown. Like this is the worst food of all time. They, must, uh, they they definitely brought out the good food on Thanksgiving because it was good, and I'm like, I want to go back there, but I'm sure that that's not the everyday food. I, no I've way. never I've never left Golden Crown being like, you know what, that was horrible. No, it's always been good. You've I worked at uh, at a jail where the jailer was like the head shriner, right? Okay. And so they were bringing the shrine circus to our town, and it was literally right next to the jail. So the night before, some of the workers came in, and the inmates were responsible for bagging up cotton candy. Nice. So we had this big cotton candy machine, and the guy was like, hey, listen, y'all eat as much as you want. He's like, but I guarantee you ain't going to eat as much as you think you want. And I was like, <laughs> bet. Bro, I had enough 
Sugar. Because that's all it is, is sugar. Yeah. It's just sugar. How many gallons of cotton candy do you think you ate? I didn't eat a lot. I didn't eat as much as I thought I would. He was right. Because I got maybe like <laughs> a, two bags. And I was like, whoa. My teeth were hurting. I was. It was bad. Yeah, that would be... That was that. Would, it quickly becomes painful when yeah, you have like, that much sugar. But it tastes so. But you can't quick because it tastes so good. You know, you just put it on your tongue and it dissolves. It doesn't even. I mean, it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like sugar. What the hell, it don't. I, I, mean, I don't know what cotton candy you've had. Does the pink? Do the pink and the blue taste different? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't think so. All right. Anyway, so back to the uh, midlife crisis yeah. stories. So, uh, Rogue Brewing from Oregon released uh they they have their dead guy ale which is a maybach it's a lager dark lager i thought that was a car maybach buick buick Regal. maybach maybach laid back in my maybach <laughs> but they finally after how many ever years there's a line extension of the dead guy ale and they are cr- releasing an ipa rogue dead guy ipa so they, they've taken the dead guy brand and they're just bringing yeah an, IPA, an ipa out yeah i mean that's it. you know what the world was craving more dead guys more ipas yeah that that's the thing too is people are like oh there's too many ipas but you look at sales and that's what sells yeah but you can't buy them all IPAs. i mean right? you can buy some of them yeah, but like Voodoo Ranger is the is the most successful like brand extension, and that's New Belgium as well. And they it's almost becoming its own like full sub brand, and it's all just IPAs, and yeah. it's people will just love it. <laughs> um, but speaking of IPAs, the, probably the most beloved IPA from Ever. like a, a large craft beer brewery is Bell's Two Hearted. Never heard IPA. of it. It's not that beloved, if I've not heard of it. <laughs> so Bell's also, if you remember, we talked about last year, got bought out by Kieran Lyon, the same company that bought New Belgium. And, of course, you know, some changes were going to come. So they have had line extensions of the two-hearted or heart-hearted heart brand. Uh, they released their first mix pack with a Change of Heart, which is, uh, or I got, yeah, Change of Heart, which is going to be a, an experimental IPA and it's gonna be a rotating series, big hearted IPA, which is an imperial IPA, and hazy hearted, which is hazy IPA. Um, yeah, so that's if you ever look at like most favorite IPAs or favorite craft beers, two hearted is almost always on the top of every list. Um, and they did have um, an extension before they were bought out. Bell's did um, they called it light hearted. IPA. Well, uh, they did the, when they did when locale IPAs were were around. Um, I'm telling you, IPAs are are where it's at. Um, I thought you said loggers were where it's at. That's also where it's at. IPAs and loggers. Things that are not trending. What about cream ales? Where are they at on the list? Um, the, the I, I don't know. Little Kings just re re released. I mean, we got a Little King story that. Are they cream <laughs> ale? That's a cream ale. Yeah. Um, there's just not a lot of cream ales on the market. There's only a, like a handful that are, are readily available. That's like a style that's, uh, I don't know, from a bygone era that for a lot of people, I think cream ale just a lot of people think of that. Like it, 
also you think of like Genesee. You ever seen Genesee cream ale? Um, I've seen Hennessy. Hennessy, yeah, Hennessy. Um, it's not a cream. It's ale, just though. a. It's it's like a, a a style that I love. I mean, I love the style, and you'll see it. I don't know that a, a lot. A lot of times, it um, is a style that can um, support being in like a, a packaging and, and distribution. But it, I, I assume they they probably do pretty well when they when breweries make them. Yeah, I don't know that it's like a trending style. I, I only um, know the term because of you. Cream ale. Yeah, they're delicious. You ever heard of a dare I say cream pie? Yeah, moon pie. Oh, RC cola oatmeal moon cream pie. pie. Angie made these uh, homemade oatmeal cream pies one time, almost as good as the original. Really? <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. I'm gonna I tell told her. her. I told her that hers were better than the original. Oh, but they were they were almost as good. She's gonna hear this. <laughs> she could probably hear me right now. I think she's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she might be at the door, like with the cup. Listen, yeah, she asks me every week. I, I don't know if Abby says this to you or asks you. You gotta Ooh. put your headphones on. I can hear myself echoing in your Sorry. headphone. Uh, she asks me every week, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I forget," because <laughs> most of the time I do. We just talk. We just yeah. We're just and then talking. she's like, "You talk about me." I'm like, "Just talking about yeah. man stuff." Like there, we everything. know what's off limits to talk about with her. Yeah. Um. What do you want to do? You want to do? I'll, I'll I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. Dry January still here, Gary. I'm proud of you, man. Full swing. I went to a football game with sixty five thousand of my closest friends on Sunday. Did not drink. Wasn't even tempted. Did you go I'm to like the Bengals enjoying. game? Yeah. I didn't know you went. I thought you were just watching. I was there. It was not a good game. I was in the stands. Lamar was Jackson a great game. would have shredded him. But he probably would have, but he wasn't there. So he was there. He wasn't even there. He didn't, he didn't go even the travel with the team. No, he's done with he's done with Baltimore. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, this week, Gary, Athletic Brewing Dry January is brought to you by Athletic Brewing. Athletic Click Brewing. And our show notes get a free six pack. Is that us. popping up in our show notes? Yeah. I'm copying it, but when I when I copy it, I can't make it. I see that. I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. <laughs> So this week, I have another beer from Athletic. This is Athletic Brewing Cerveza Atletica. This is a light copper Mexican-style non-alcoholic IPA. Um, and I've had it. It's actually delicious, Gary. This is one of the best. Uh, I finally feel like I'm I'm finding the, the non-alcoholic beers that I, I really like. Yeah. This one's good. It's got that, it still has the maltiness, which all of the athletic brewing beers, even the IPAs have a little, for me, have a tiny bit of maltiness, but in this beer, you want that, and it's actually not overly pronounced, um, and it's got a little bit of a bite to it, a little bit of, of a... Uh, cerveza. Uh, yeah, cerveza. Like, this would be great. I, mean, I need to throw some lime in this. I don't have any lime, but what it goes would be great with some lime. Good with chips and salsa. Good with a burrito. Mm. Good with the classic Mexican uh, bowl would, of ramen. Do you think it would? <clears throat> hear me this out. This is good though. It's, hear it's, me I mean, out. You can see brewing. the color is is copper. Like this is like a you know that that beer flavored. What if you could get that in that like? You could buy it at Chipotle, 
or athletic brewing. Yeah. Or I mean, there's Judoba. no reason why. I'm, that's what I'm yeah. saying. We need to hook that up. We need to be yeah. the the intermediary here. I thought I remembered that some Chipotle's were getting some beer. Chipotle's do have beer. I've never seen it at Chipotle. I think I feel like they do, Shop but they wouldn't even need a liquor license to. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't it would think, be. I don't think, but you'd have to be 21 to buy non-alcoholic beer, which is interesting. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. When I bought this uh, they, at the store, I got carded. They obviously, you must have had a hat on. They didn't see that hairline. <laughs> they were like, "Sir, you look like you." They said, "Sir, you present yourself as much older than than you actually are." If you would let that beard grow out a little bit, uh, like a savage. I tried. Have I played on. you my new alarm? No. Listen. You want to talk about getting your ass up in the morning. I've been trying to I I have talked so much crap. And I even talked last week so much crap about yeah. David running and about how I could beat him in a race. Turns out You can't. There is a, a fan of my other podcast. And Abby mentioned something where I had I had mentioned running. It just in in casual. Like not even yeah. it was you know, whatever. Just it came up. So I get a message from my man Matt Chandler. Shout out Matt Chandler. He's a uh, offensive line coach for Franklin County High School. Well, not to dox him or anything, but he's a good dude. Right now, he is at Waffle House. <laughs> he's with, at Waffle House with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and he hits us up. We have a little group chat, and he says, "Hey, I am going to run the Derby Half Marathon." Mm-hmm. And he's a bigger dude like me. And he's like, "I used to be in the running. I don't run in a while." He's like, "But I'm going to start training." whatever and so I, i'm intrigued and i was like what do you have a plan or you know do you have whatever a workout yeah like a schedule so yeah and so he what sent you, me the yeah. one i sent you the how higdon yeah and so i looked at it and i was like well i'm gonna start tomorrow he's like well it this is like a 12-week plan in the derby it's farther out so he's it's not an immediate thing so I took out just to run. It turns out you don't like I, it. I don't hate it. <laughs> you don't hate it. I don't hate it. No. How far did you go? Like a mile. I got well, bored. Yeah, I mean, to be honest. But I was just seeing. I was just <laughs> I, like it, I. I'm. Did you just run you do, by yourself? Did you do? Yeah, just by myself. Just at the gym. Any, the did you do headphones? Did you? Yeah, just headphones. Yeah. You know, but I've got this voice in my head now when I wake up, and it's uh, Abby hates me. Like, you know, you, I don't know, just tell me what you think. If this was like my alarm goes off, it's it's loud, it's whatever. But this is this is what light on the wakes you me can't up. light on the thing. Oh yeah, I can't hold on. Let me Bluetooth it over. Um, because like I'm the guy that's five more minutes. Are you alarm goes off? You wake up, you go. Uh, sometimes I, I would say 50, 50. My really? Snooze. My snooze is like eight minutes though. I changed it. Not, it might be even be nine minutes. All right. Let's see. Let's see if you can hear this. No, oh, hold on. <laughs> Why is it not going over? I can me? hear it. 
Yeah, but I wanted to play it over here. This investment, Gary. I don't know. Anyway, here we At go. At least the case works. Wake up, cocksuckers. It's over. Think about what your ancestors did. Think about what they did, and then think about what you're going to do. No matter what the fucking outcome is. Who gives a fuck? They kick you in the head, you eat a roast beef sandwich, and you get back out there and do it again and again the next fucking day, cocksuckers. Until somebody says, you're the motherfucking man. Roast beef sandwich. That sounds like the best part of it. I don't know. That's Who is that? That's Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz? Yeah. Nice. Between him and C.T. Fletcher, that's all the motivation you need. People like Tony Robbins or all. No, I need somebody that yells and cusses at me. Tells me what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> I just do that to myself. Um, I mean, don't be so hard on yourself. Too late. Well, um, tell me about your tweet with Streetside. I'm in, I read this oh, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You even put a fucking <laughs> smiley face on here. And I'm... I knew you'd like that. So, in local to me, craft craft brewery. Nude, I've been there. Sonder Brewing. Sonder. Yeah. So the story goes back further. So Sonder Brewing, which is up in Mason, is opening up a second location. That's up by so King's like, right? Yeah. They're opening up a location in Westchester by where our Top Golf is here. And so I got to thinking, like, man, that we, that's a lot of breweries that are local that are opening up, like, second or some of them are opening up third locations. That's, like, the I guess the new theme that, that breweries are doing. It's a, sign of success. it's a sign of success. Yeah. 16 lots. Beerkiss, Braxton, Fretboard, March 1st, Third Eye. All opening up in addition to Sonder. Yeah. <laughs> opening up new locations. And so I put on Twitter, hey, you know, I wrote the article, put on Twitter, and was like, I'm these are breweries that I'm surprised don't have second locations. So Rheingeist was one of them. Uh I forget who else. Um but the the one that I said is my neighborhood brewery, which I always think like, hey, this is a successful place. I'm kind of surprised they haven't thought about like, you know, naturally you think like, oh, I want or, you know, they would want to open up another location. I don't know whether or not they do want to or what what their plans are. <laughs> Expansion I don't want to speak are, for them or anything. No, I I tagged them on, on Twitter just saying like, these are the Cincinnati breweries that I'm kind of surprised don't have second locations. And I said street side and they liked my tweet. I was like, oh. They didn't so, respond. They didn't say anything. They just liked it. Verified street side second location coming soon. You heard it here first. Allegedly, but actually, you didn't. I don't know, but allegedly, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they. It would not surprise me, but I don't. Yeah, no news. But I mean, they are successful enough that I think they could. Um, the other ones were just to open a tap room or an actual. I don't know. Just another. I mean, they seem like they, like when we were there, they seemed like they were pretty much at capacity. Dude, they were right? busy. The last time I was there, the only time I was there, I asked David, it was in the morning. I was like, do people really come here this early in the morning? He's like, yeah. Yeah, they open it every day. At, it used to be 11. I think it's noon now. It was earlier than that. And on the there. weekends, they open up Yeah, even earlier. Yeah. Um, 
And it's not it's even good like for them. The, like that's that's amazing. I mean, they're in like a they're in my neighborhood, which is like a residential neighborhood. There's not a ton of other. There's a few businesses. They're basically around them, a Kentucky not, brewery. Let's be honest. Yeah, there's a few other like businesses around them, but it's not like there's like a ton of other places where people are, you know, coming there to like you know walk there during lunch or whatever during the day. They they survive off of like mostly the neighborhood. Just um, the foot traffic. Just. Yeah. They're the cheers to the east side. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of are. Um, but yeah, uh, it, there's a lot of expansion going on. It seems like the, the breweries that, are, that have been successful are now like in local, like the smaller local breweries that are saying, hey, we can have one successful tap room. Why not two? Right. Um, and the ones that are doing it, they're doing I've it. I've got in, one like, hot wife. Why not two? Exactly. <laughs> The the places that are doing it are are they're being smart about it. I think like there's you no, be. none of them. That How are... many times in in our world that we've we created and lived in in the last decade have you seen somebody be successful? Right. Yeah. And I'm talking about the MMA industry or or event industry, whatever you're gonna do. So I have an event <laughs> and I make a shit ton of money, and I'm like, all right, I am gonna run this into the ground. I'm gonna do one I'm gonna every do three the... weeks. I'm gonna, or I'm going to do exact opposite of what made that event successful. I'm going to spend a ton of money on yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I I did this with a meager budget, but I'm going to take this money and put it back into the business and up my budget with no real return. Well, no, um, no evidence that I'll get a return. Just a prayer, just a hope that I'm going to get a return. And just yeah, and things on, in, you know you based yeah. on your last event like okay. If I do that, I can add these fog machines. I can add this profite. I can add whatever it might be. (laughs) The fog is the most important part. You know how many tickets fog has sold? Andrew Fog? A lot. (laughs) Well, a fog machine. You don't know about Andrew Fog. I remember. I know the name. Amazing dude. Andrew, you have to listen. I remember, you know, he was a heavyweight and him, Matt Metz, and I, this is the MMA portion of the show. Yeah. Matt Matz is, as I stepped away from the MMA world, I've had very little contact with a lot of the people I used to do, but one of the guys has been Matt Matz. And so Matt Matz and Fogg were, were teammates and, and good friends. And so, like, I'll get a random text on a Tuesday night from Matt Metz. How you doing, man? And he, he started a podcast. We talked, we, last conversation, we had, we had a long talk about podcasts He's in the business world now, like real real estate, stuff like that. But like it's just funny to you say fog, and then I, I think of Andrew Fogg, and I remember as a heavyweight he wore like the tight, tight shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And I don't know, I don't think he ever went pro. Uh let's look it up. You know, you start having kids and you know, life gets a hold of you, and that's where it's sobering, you know, th- we were talking about this at work the other day, like, you have all oh, these... Oh, you know, ads- if you look up Andrew Fogg, you know, like, the fourth thing that comes up is Bluegrass MMA Live. <laughs> he was a great guest. He's funny as Reaction shit. Reaction MMA. That was, that, his, that was his team, right? Yep. It was a good show. Andrew Fogg. Let's see. What year... Okay, so he was... 
never went pro. He was an amateur. What year do you think his last fight was? 2012. Oh, you already knew that? No, I, mean, I didn't oh, know that. But that's that, what it was. Yeah. You know. But, you know, I feel like with us doing this podcast and, and the weird niche things that we like, we've held on to those pipe dreams, so to speak. Like we'll never get rich doing this podcast, but like we we've left a footprint on the internet doing what we do to the to the micro crowd that we entertain. Yeah, and in the same way when we were in the MMA business, we but I feel like our numbers were way 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 bigger in the MMA business than this. Yeah, and I mean it depends on what we would write about. We we had a yeah we had a different. We had a whole different environment, though. We had our own. We had a website that we kept active daily, basically. Yeah, for uh, podcasts that went along with decade, it. Right. Along with, we traveled. We were out. You know, we saw you and I saw each other once, if not twice a month, for a long. You know, for years. Did commentary together? Did commentary. Like, I did. I, wanna, I, did, I, wanna think I did. I want to think. I did. Everything he times. knows about commentary, and by that you I mean what not to do. I, I feel like I was always, I was always good on commentary for the fights that never mattered, because yeah, I would first, come out of the gate the strong. Like yeah, then I would, <laughs> I would honestly get bored. Same thing. <clears throat> peek behind the curtain here. When I was judging, you'd be like, I'd be like, I would. I would just fucking zone out. Do you out. remember the judge's hands? App? Yeah. App, that's what that's what you needed. I really, I actually like that. Yeah. Uh I talked to Todd Neal today. That's another one. I talk to him regularly. Like he's my brother from another mother. Yeah, good guy. But it's um it's such a like I sent I sent our group a, a, a there's a transgender versus I it's a Yeah. I think they're both transgender. I, I don't want to say that because I, I know at least one of them is transgender. But I remember we wrote an article about a promotion <laughs> up your way that was going to do yeah, a transgender fight. Honor. And it was like, what the? I wasn't going to say it by name, but I, I mean, they're, they, they're not in they, business anymore. But they, yeah, I mean, they were, why can't you say it by name? They were, that's what they were planning to do. They announced it. Yeah. And I just remember the. That's the thing I miss is the engagement with the people who followed us. Not that not that the engagement we get from doing this is bad, but like we had very opinionated people in the MMA business. <laughs> and yeah, who I loved always to talk that, shit on the internet. Yeah. I always said that especially with commentary. The only time that anyone's ever gotten pissed at me doing commentary is someone who lost, and I'm not afraid of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Listen. I want to tell y'all this Elijah Craig small batch, yeah, ninety four proof is just about perfect. It's just about exactly where you want a bourbon to be as far as just drinking it neat. I've you know I probably mm-hmm. had a triple pour. I don't know. I'm down to my last probably single pour here, but I'm I'm kind of drunk to be honest. So if you want to go another, if we you want me to hit the go live button, I'll hit the go live button. <laughs> uh. No, I'm 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 good. <laughs> but this is not a live podcast. This is a recorded live. That's what yeah. they say, in front of a studio audience. In in 2023, I do want to expand. I do want to bring on some guests. I, and I've, yeah. I told this to Abby too. Like I want to. 
and I want it to be people I don't know, but I, it, I don't, I want it to be a conversation and not an interview, right? Like I just want to have, like take our outline and you jump in and talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. And we'll say, Hey, here's, here's the outline. Yeah. People that either like beer or bourbon, someone that I think would be fun to get on. Hunter Homestick. Yeah. Talked about MMA, but he, I mean, he's, he's more, he also loves bourbon. He's a musical talent. He's a musical talent. He's a, he has great hair. He's, he's one of those guys I've always been fascinated with that I feel like is, has always been a semi freelance kind of guy. Yeah. Doing it on his own terms. Like, like he, but he would be employed by several different people at the same time doing whatever. Yeah, like a like, and he wrote on for MMA fighting. He the other thing I want to hear some fun stories about the uh uh what's the the website that we we used to stream? Oh, Flow Combat, um, Flow Combat, yeah, yeah. Like, like he do you did remember we had cross country trip? Yeah, with Flow Combat with uh Dwayne uh Finley, and you interviewed Dwayne at my house. Yeah, and it was an awesome interview. Like it was one yeah. of those things. Like Dwayne and Dwayne Finley's completely out of the MMA space now. I mean, shot out of a cannon. Talk about like a dude that just yeah. But Hunter, I mean, he's got like very similar to us. Like he has those you know the war stories, and now he's the general manager of Two Four Seven Fighting. Does he have a another job besides that? Does he have like a day job? No. God damn, I'm jealous. He, do, I mean, he does freelance other freelance stuff. Like he actually. The funny thing is he does uh, freelance. He works for a golf club. He does their marketing. He works for a beer, like a beer store called Hampton Beer Outlet, I think. Shout out Hampton. Shout out yeah. to this motherfucker. Like, I keep wanting to go every time I go to Pittsburgh, but it's like so far out of my way of like yeah. where I am. In Pittsburgh, it's like, and oh, it's do, only four miles. But do you feel like if you went, the, you would be like, hey, I'm here because of Hunter? Yeah, I would say that. That's how I would be. Yeah. But it's, uh, Yeah. Pittsburgh is like it's four miles away, but it's also an hour and a half drive. <laughs> yeah. You got to go this way. You got to go across the river this way back. I was down. listening to Theo Vaughn talk about Pittsburgh. Is there a big tunnel that I'm not aware of? There's a lot of tunnels. Probably talking about Fort Pitt Tunnel or Liberty Tunnel. Like Liberty you Tunnel out, is the you come largest. out of the tunnel and then you see like the stadium and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's Fort Pitt. Yeah, yeah, take a shit in the tunnel one time. In the tunnel. In the tunnel. Yeah, like there was like a, an accident and he had to he, he had to go and he just shit in the tunnel. Well, good for him. What's the? Have you ever shit yourself? <laughs> I think we told this story before. I, I mean, I, I, that's something. If you're going to be a runner, Gary, you have to come to terms with. Dude, I'm not. I've not been a runner, and I've done it, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> so I am be, completely comfortable with defecating myself. Just with yeah. no like. You actually. It takes a lot to right get now. me embarrassed. No, it takes a lot <laughs> to get me embarrassed, and I don't. I don't know that that would embarrass me. Yeah. But one like I was listening to David Goggins today, yeah. You know because I I ain't saying I could beat him in a race, but I give him a run for his money. Do you think you could beat me in a race? Yes. Five k. Yes. All right. No, like right now, no. But you give me six months, we do a Fourth of July five k. It's over, Jack. It's over. You're not gonna beat me. If you beat me, I will shave my entire body. No, we're no. Pause but if that. I beat you. Pause that. We'll uh we'll come back to some terms. But would you if want I me to shave you, my beard? Shave your beard. That's all you got to do. I am almost. I'm about to shave my beard completely off. Oh well, then that, I don't want that. Then yeah, uh, I was gonna say you don't want that. 
I'm at the precipice yeah. of a milestone. Loser. So. What about tattoos? I'm down for some, like. I'm already getting a tattoo when the Bengals win the Super Bowl. Oh, they're not going to win next week. Well, I'm waiting for the Super Bowl. You put a wager on that? You want to put a small wager on that? We already did. No, I mean, I'm talking about on the Bengals game. I told you who was going to the Super Bowl three months ago, and you didn't listen to me. Four months ago. And and when they're not in the Super Bowl. Eagles and the Bengals. Just like when, I don't know if the Eagles are going to make it, bro. I tell you, who's not going to make seat. it? Who's not going to make? It? Yeah, but Jalen Hurts been been hurt. It's <laughs> been a, living up to his name. <laughs> living up to his name. Uh, and I feel like there's no Tua to come in behind him. Yeah, Carson, to, Carson went, or no, Nick Foles is probably still there, isn't he? No, he went. He got a contract Carson somewhere went. else. What about Randall Cunningham? He's probably available. <laughs> what about uh, Donovan McNabb? McNabb, yeah, he's not yeah, doing anything. Bring him into your I bet, I bet Donovan McNabb right now, probably 400 pounds. I know. He seemed like a dude that would be, <laughs> like, leave football and just just balloon up. What's know. he up to? Is he still doing those Chunky Campbell's Chunky Soup commercials? Let's see. I, I feel like he's probably, like, on the NFL Network or something. No. He always had a weird facial, weird goatee. Like, his goatee I always thought was fake. Do you think that about him? No. Um... <laughs> Browns could have had him instead of Tim Tim Couch. If Tim Couch would went to the Eagles, it'd have been he'd won six Super Bowls. <laughs> he would have been a Hall of Famer. Um, Donovan McNabb. What's he? I bet he's a quarterback coach at uh, Liberty. I'm looking at his Twitter. He whoa. Told you. He, no, it's his forehead. He's got a receding hairline too. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't. I can't tell. It's what he his does. forehead, four hundred pounds. No, no, he does not look like he. I mean, he's gained a little weight, but he's not obese by any means. Okay. What college? The, uh, what college did he play at? Syracuse. That's right. And they booed, booed the man when he got drafted. His what year? He was born in nineteen seventy-six. Was he born in seventy-six? Yep, that's what it says. Philadelphia Eagles number five retired. He had twenty nine rushing touchdowns. Four time, four time All Big East first team. What does he do now? <laughs> it's already in the search. I'm trying to look on his Wikipedia. He currently works as the chief analyst for college football at BN Media Group. Okay, so he's an analyst. Where does he live now? He lives in Arizona. Gilbert, Arizona. What is his net worth? $30 million. Got a DUI in 2015. Why Damn. was he traded? I didn't know he was traded. He was traded? Uh, I don't know. He was headed to Washington. I think he retired before he got there. McNabb also played in, he played uh, basketball at Syracuse too. I did too. Oh, he went to the Redskins. I forgot he went to the Redskins and then uh, he played for the Vikings for like two seconds. Ariel Hawani went to Syracuse. He's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- so when the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl, Gary, you know the best part about the Super Bowl? The commercials. Commercials. And when Joe Burrow throws a football over the mountains. I just don't feel like the offensive line is going to be able to. That's a, we didn't have. We did not have an offensive line last year. 
And yeah, Joe Burrow yeah. does not need an off. He could well, go out there I with mean, no. I'm sure he doesn't line. need one to get to the Super Bowl, but he's gonna fucking need one to win the Super Bowl. That's true. Anyway, the last story in of your, the night, Gary Miller Light. Hold on, let me do it Austin. in my let me do it in my voice. All right. Hold on, let me pull the article up. Molson Coors, Miller Light and Coors Light vie for Super Bowl limelight. David, the brewer wants to make the most of its first big game spot in more than three decades. The big game hasn't been this refreshing in 30 years, and it's not tasted that great in 30 years either. Probably longer than that. <laughs> Sources say when it comes to Super Bowl marketing, Anheuser-Busch, InBev brands have dominated the alcoholic beverage market for 33 years when its exclusivity Agreement with the Super Bowl ended this past summer. Competitor Molson Coors almost instantly, within seconds, got on the motherfucking phone and called and said, give me a Super Bowl 57 ad. The only question is, which one of its brands would take the 30-second spot? In a duel on par with Brandy and Monica, that's a fucking horrible <laughs> uh, metaphor there. Molson Coors yeah. sister brands, Miller Lite and Coors Lite, will compete to claim the big game ad. The decision to buy the Super Bowl ad took about 45 seconds. Global VP of Miller and, e and economy brand Sophia Colucci. Sophia Colucci told Adweek, <laughs> we knew right away that we were going to do it. There was no question. Colucci said Miller Light team wrote a manifesto to the agency partners to explain why manifesto. they wanted to be on the ad. And uh, who's to say? Who's to fucking say, or who's to fucking care? I feel like this is a little bit like someone has the same Twitter account and they're tweeting back and forth at each at other. other. <laughs> like your burner accounts, like roasting yeah. you. It, anyway, who do you think? Which I, I I did a blind taste test of of cheap light beers. And Miller Light was my favorite. Because it was great taste, less filling. I saw a comedian talk about this. He said, Miller Lite, after seven, it sounds like a lot of uh, weekend custody. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So that's good, our show this week. News. The Super Bowl's in just, when is the Super Bowl? February? February 12th. February 12th. Uh, not 13th. quite Valentine's Day, but... Get you a date to a Super Bowl party. See how she That's acts. Right. If she acts right, yeah. hit her up number two on Valentine's Day. Number two. No, number two date. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, us All as right. married men, it don't matter. Do you? Yeah. Are you a? I'm a Super Bowl party connoisseur. Yeah, we had one last. Well, not at our house, but we we participated in one, and it was enjoyable. Have you ever been to like? I don't want to say a corporate, but like a. I don't know, like no. a paid Super Bowl party. Like you go to a bar or something where you pay no. 10 bucks to get in and whatever. Did you ever go to a church Super Bowl party? <laughs> a church Super No. Yeah. That sounds like it would be a banger. I went to several. Um, Did you get drunk? No, no. Never had, I didn't have any of that wine. But listen, Elijah Craig hitting around. I'm going to finish this for you, David. All right. Um, Here we go. Tell them where they can find us at. Beersbeardspod.com. You can, the the thing that I really like on there, Gary, because it helps me, we have a list of every beer, every bourbon we've ever tried on the show, and sometimes seltzer, 
I'm, I may go back to sales for next week. That we've ever tried on the show. Watch my figure. Uh, we've got a store. We're going to have a thing on there. Where Somebody please buy fucking party. something. Don't make us feel like a bunch of fucking schmucks around here. <laughs> People have bought stuff. Send us a picture if you bought something. Because multiple people have bought things. Okay. Um, what do you? Uh, so you're just hoarding up the money? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm reinvesting it, <laughs> putting it back into the company. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Twitter, Beers Beards Pod, Instagram, Beers Beards Podcast, Beers and Beards Podcast on Facebook, and of course, wherever podcasts, wherever great podcasts are found, we're on iHeart Radio or iHeart whatever it's called. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify Apple, Google, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Beatbox, uh, MySpace, ninety-two point three on your FM dial. Fartlick, yeah, Fartlick. Where you can get us uh, downloaded on your Super Nintendo. Yeah, um, that's a new thing you can do. Here's what I want to do. Starting next week, I'm put. I'm part of my TikTok. You mentioned our TikTok. Yeah, it on well, my algorithm has been manifestation. I'm a firm believer in manifestation. Like, I'm on a car like, detailing TikTok. Like somehow. willing it into existence. <laughs> so I got a new computer. It seems to be banging. I'm going to work on taking this and we're going to put this motherfucker on YouTube and we're going to take over YouTube. Yeah, we're going to be. And we might, we might film a skit for YouTube. We might film little shorts for YouTube. We might <laughs> fill our pants with shit while we're running. Who's to say, but who's better than us? I'll tell you, nobody. That's right. um, but I, I did, quick, quick story <laughs> before we leave. Uh, my my little brother, of course, is you know in that age of, of YouTube, and and he's all about he wants to be a YouTuber and all this. And me he's too, like, man. Bro. Do you think he's like? Do you think how he's like? How hard do you think it would be to get a million million uh, subscribers on YouTube? He's like, I don't think that'd be that hard. It's like I probably'd have that within a couple weeks. He said that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, he's got his he's got his computer. Uh, has it built in and i was like well, what are you what are you gonna do he doesn't even know what he's gonna do so it's like he's like we'll we'll get to that when we, we'll get we'll cross he doesn't even know bridge. here's my advice here's my <laughs> advice i'm gonna leave you all with this tidbit of knowledge all Uncle right. gary's gonna treat you right if you like something if you love yeah. something if you're passion don't you're don't podcast about that <laughs> do that double down on whatever the fuck it is you love because i have been completely infatuated with this dude named keith lee do you know keith lee MMA fighter, Keith Lee. Yeah. He's been doing food reviews on TikTok. He sits in a fucking Paw Patrol chair and a plastic table and reviews food and has got like 6 million followers. You know why? <laughs> it's not because of his video quality. It's not because of anything other than he is being his authentic self. When you hear me and David talk, this is our authentic self. I'm probably holding back quite a bit. I need a Paw not... Patrol chair is what you're saying. Yeah. Name me two people from Paw Patrol. Uh, I actually met the Paw Patrol. I met um the pink one and the blue one. What's her name? I'll get a picture. Uh, Blank is on the case. Polly Chase is on the case. Oh, the red one is Elliot. No, Marshall. I'm one. sorry, his name is Marshall. A, I'll find the picture. Hold on, let me find it. Post on our Instagram. All right. Uh, with that being said, we love you all. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Enjoy your weekend, wherever the f- you choose to listen to this during the week, on your commute, in the shower, while you're making love, whatever. It doesn't matter. We love you. Have a good day. Have a good night. David. Have a good life. Toodaloo.